Merry New Year! What up, everybody? It's your boy, Cousin Oz, the People's Mailman, back for another episode with Cousin Tony, the Architect. 2024 is finally here. But before we move on from 2023 completely, the cousins wanted to do a little hobby year in review. Listen in as we discuss the highlights and the lowlights of 2023 and what lessons we've learned. As they say, those who fail to learn from the past are doomed to repeat it. With that being said, Happy New Year and your tone. Take it away, cuz. All right, all right, cousin tone. Once this podcast releases, the holidays will be over and the new year will officially be here. Now, I just looked and we started the Cousins Collectibles podcast on January 10th of 2022. Two years of a ton of hobby ups and hobby downs. It's been a hell of a roller coaster ride, but guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It's our favorite ride, and the cousins are still here. We're not going anywhere. So much to discuss on today's podcast, and we even brought a special guest to help us break down the year in review. His government name is Mr. Neil Devlin. To us, he's the commish, and to all you IG simps out there, he's at Irish Flyers Collector. Welcome to 2024, commish. Are you ready to rock the new year, baby? Hey, let's do it. <laughs> let's go. Yes sir. yes, sir. Welcome, Tony 2024. What you looking forward to? Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit. Actually, you know what? We'll get into that 2024 Target stuff. But, uh, I, dude, I'm happy to be here with you guys. It's been a hell of a ride. Dude, I didn't realize it was two years already for the show. Yeah, man. Like, so, look at Crazy. us. We're still here, bro. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> look, I'm saying us. Look at you guys. <laughs> I thought it would be canceled like two weeks in, but we made it. So, well, we kind of been canceled, you know, like several times, but that's okay. We keep coming back. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> cancel the cancel. Yeah. And yeah. we're like zombies that just, it doesn't matter. You can try to kill us, shoot us. We'll just keep, keep coming back. So, you know, we're God. here. We're going to discuss, uh, you know, it's kind of like, let's do 2023 and review. Let, let's talk about, like I said, hobby ups, hobby downs, all, all the cool things and that we did and accomplished and all the, you know, stupid things that we got ourselves involved, not, you know, trying to be, you know, the smartest guys in the room. Sometimes you, you think, you know, everything when it comes to this hobby and you actually know nothing. So uh, <laughs> let's get into it, man. And like break it down. I know we, we're on a time restraint, so uh, let's get into it for sure. And just the tip of the hat to uh, Craig and Carmine, Crosstown Cardboard guys, they uh, kind of did they did something along these lines and it kind of got my you know, the juice is flowing and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, man, we, we can maybe talk about some of the, you know, not exactly what they did, but uh, they did an excellent job with their hobby awards. So tip of the hat to those guys. But uh, yeah, we, I wanted to feel from each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I actually wanted to ask you guys, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk talk about different topics, but uh, let's just start off with 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 probably the, the banger. Your, your favorite 
or best purchase of the year in commission? I'll start off with you first because, uh, yeah, I, I think I know it, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> mine is mine was getting my O Peach 1979-1980 O Peachy Wayne Gretzky rookie card. So Ooh, that was pretty much that was my one of my 2023 goals, and just under the wire in November. I picked one up, so I got my card, fished my wish, as they say. Uh, drove all the way to Canada to get it. But, you went across uh, the border for that one, huh? Yeah, across the border. <laughs> Felt like a card mule. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, where did you put the card? Like you know, on the way back, did you did you put it anywhere? <laughs> I didn't have to go in the old prison wallet. It just <laughs> it was just in my case. <laughs> That's true. We never really talked about that. How you kind of because I remember when you picked up the the tops version at the national, you had it buckled in. It, oh yeah, in the front seat. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was in it was in the it was in the case on the on the right behind the right behind the passenger seat, so I could grab it and need if I needed to. But going through the border, I didn't know what was gonna you know what they were gonna do when coming back through the border. You know, I mean, I didn't, I know going up to Canada. I was prepared for something, you know, and they said, do you have anything? I was like, no, nah, I'm just bringing cards to go to a card show and then coming back on the U S side, same, you know, it was, it was real quick and easy, but again, I'm carrying a, a case, my, my, my carry case. And I had like a box of uh, other cards, but that was it. I wasn't going up there to do a ton of trade and selling like people going up there. Like, yeah, you probably need about like 10 G's to go up and back. I'm like, what the hell? Wow. <laughs> I forgot yeah. if I ever asked you or not, but was there was there the uh, plethora of base cards laying around the show when you were up there? Not as much as I hoped. There was, okay. um, yeah, there was definitely some, uh, and I got to go through, you know, sorting through boxes. Um, so I did get that opportunity. Not as much as I expected. Um, you know, I wasn't. There was like one spot where I got to be one of the old guys on the corner of the of the aisle sit down and flipping through binders and stuff like that with my little check checklist. Yeah. Um, well, I, but, I meant, I meant as far as people um, discarding opening packs and discarding cards. Oh and just... no, I didn't, I didn't see a thing. I didn't, I, I had my trash bag ready. I didn't see a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to bring home the base card gold, but no. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. As uh, again, I probably think I know this, but let's just put it out there. Your uh, favorite purchase of the year, sir. Favorite purchase of the year. Well, <clears throat> we kind of did a whole episode on it. So, of course, it is the 1997 Upper Deck Game Jersey, Allen Iverson. It is a PSA 9 with the Auto 10. Uh, this card, I spoke about um, how I basically traded my entire collection and <laughs> came up with a ton of money and was able to acquire this grail. And, you know, it was a hell of a hell of a thing, you know. Well, like I said, if if you have, I forget what episode it was, but you can go back and check it out. We broke down the details. I actually broke it down on Craig and Carmine's show as well. Discussed the whole situation. But yeah, acquiring this, um, this card, it's just, I'm looking at it right now. It's just such an iconic card uh, with the game jersey. And then, of course, Alan Iverson signing it. And he has the answer on there. His, you know, famous, uh, you know, it's just a beautiful card, bro beautiful car so i'm really excited about picking this one up it's definitely one of those cars that's going to be in my collection 
probably forever. You know, we talked about maybe moving it, <clears throat> you know, in the future, maybe to move up. But I, I just I don't see that because I'm looking at my collection now. I like want to keep it the way it is. It's nice and condensed, but then just maybe add one banger a year. But this is this this yeah. is the banger of all bangers right there. I like that. I like that. Uh, the the trimming of the collection is definitely something we've seen a lot this year. Um, yes. I think mm -hmm. we all kind of did that to, to an extent. I mean, well, maybe we'll talk about it in a little bit, but mine did was actually. Did the commission really? No, the commission. No. The commission. No, the commission no. is. Uh, no. He's a bit of a <laughs> he's a bit of a card acquirer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no condensing. <laughs> yeah, whatever the opposite of condensing is, that's what the commission is doing. <laughs> so, uh, mine actually. Condensing. Yeah, <laughs> it's <Pro> um. <laughs> yeah, mine. I. Obviously, the cliche answer would be a, a Clemente card, but I I'm struggling between my '96 tops uncut sheet, because mm -hmm. yeah, I was thinking like, damn, that was that was kind of like a big. Yeah, it wasn't super. I mean, it was it was pricey, but it wasn't crazy crazy pricey as some of these cards can get. Mm. But just having that and thinking, I'm like, man, that's an Iverson rookie on there. That's a Kobe rookie on there. Steve Nash. Yeah, there are base cards, but still, I mean, that's kind of like. You know, and the way it hangs on the uh, on the wall over there, all framed up, it looks really nice. So that was in the running. But then I, I thought to myself, as far as like maybe rarity or or, or just something like that. But it's the Tyson PMG, man. Uh, I I just didn't think that I would ever ha like ha I, I you don't see them. They would come up once in a blue moon, and when they would come up, they'd be crazy expensive. I believe two have gone off on auction recently. But it's just two, you know. It's not twenty, so just in, in the terms of, of of rarity and just getting that done. I, for me, I, I'm gonna go with the Tyson PMG just because. Uh, yeah, I just I, I that was a goal, and and to get that, it, it was nice. And like I said, it was it wasn't easy to find. So luckily, I yeah. knew somebody who had three of them or something like that. So. <laughs> but uh, he was the hoarder of PMGs. That that yeah, and I remember that going down. And then Big Ken, right at, right along with you, it's like side by side, the two of you guys picked up the PMGs, which was pretty cool. So you had dueling PMGs. Now he has the eight, you have the 8.5, is that right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. When did I, you get them again? Ooh, good question. Damn. Was April? Was that that far back or no? Uh, it's It's been a while. I, I have yeah. to, I have to page back. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely been a while. Uh, the And I saw a nine at the National, man, and, and, I, and I didn't, freaking write down the booth number i, I would have then when i went back i'm trying to find it and i, I would have tried to upgrade you know the 8.5 8 to a nine not that there's much of a difference other than the number you know because yeah. you if you pick them up it's not that big a deal but so yeah that's that's it for me is the, is the pmg so i was happy to pick that bad boy up that's like you said you know a cornerstone piece yeah because mm -hmm. like beyond like to be honest like my clementes they're they're not rare they're not you know I can get rid of all of them today and tomorrow I can go get them all again. Yeah. EMG is a little bit, you know, a little bit different. So, yeah. But, um, so let's UD employee exclusive, right? Yeah. 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 2013. So, so yeah. Iron Mike for the win there, sir. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Ah, so I'll go with you. If you have anything, your favorite trade, if any favorite trade, um, basically, I mean, this kind of goes in conjunction with the trade that I did um, to get the upper deck 1997 game jersey 
like I said, I traded pretty much 75% of my collection, um, plus cash, obviously. Mm-hmm. Now included in that trade was not only the 1997, but the 1998 Upper Deck Game jersey, Gem Mint 10. So to acquire that card, you know, to pair it with this one was kind of, you know, crazy to me. These these two cars, these two iconic cars, and just having them here in my possession, looking at them, it, it's it's insane. So, um, you know, just going through it, uh, basically, I mean, I had mo- mostly basketball cards, um, but it, you know, there was Julius Irving's autos, there was uh, Bill Russell was included in there, Charles Barkley, David Robinson, Allen Iversons. Um, you know, just a ton and, and nothing like crazy, anything ranging from $25 to, you know, some, in some cases, $2,000, you know, if, if we talk about the Allen Iverson, the 1997 ultra stars gold that I included in there, <clears throat> the PSA eight. So, you know, just overall, it was a huge, huge, huge transaction and having to not only come away with my grail and then including that with that. That was a pretty, pretty epic deal, man. I, you know, I, I think about it, it, you know, it runs the gamut of emotions. Just when we talk, I talked about the roller coaster ride, that whole transaction, just seeing the card, number one, Blaine Thornton, shout out, you know what I mean? Sending me the card and it was just one of those pipe dreams. Like, oh my God, look at that freaking card. That's so, you know, who, who, you know, who is that? Yeah. And, <laughs> and just going ahead and, and, you know trying to figure out the ways of how I can do it and, and making it happen, you know, just uh, manifesting, manifest Dennis, destiny is what they call yeah. it, you know, and just put it in out there into the ether and, and making it happen. And and to be able to pull it off, you know, we'll talk about my uh, show experiences, but, you know, it's like all kinds of craziness that went, went into it. So, yeah, so best trade then, 1998 Upper Deck Game jersey, Allen Iverson. I like uh-huh. it. That thing had weeks, weeks of peaks and valleys for you on behind the scenes that months. I don't even know. Tony and I were privileged to <laughs> privy to. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Commission, you got any trades? Uh, yeah, I th- I had to go back in the memory banks. So, um, I think it was. You remember that parking lot trade that I did a while back? Pat? Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that one when I was calling you guys? Hey, if you don't yeah. hear from me, this is where I was at last yeah. year. <laughs> so <laughs> that was the first time I ever did one, and I got myself not one but two Sean Couturier one of one cards in that deal. So it was a purchase and trade, but mm-hmm. I traded some cards. Um, so it's one's the uh, the twenty nineteen twenty um, Opeachy platinum golden treasures uh sean couture and then the gentleman also had a, a 2019 upper deck anniversary like 30th anniversary like a buyback one of one of a sean couture young guns so that was special because it's a it was a one of one young guns buyback card now some people don't like those um you know because they're not pack pulled and whatnot but you know, it's still a Young Guns with the one one It's got a little 30th anniversary thing. So it was cool enough to me. Um, you know, it's a very confusing card, dude. It's not on checklists. I had to look up research it after the, like, kind of after the fact. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, not on checklists. So to have two one one cards of his in the same transaction is, uh, for me, 
really, really cool. I, I, I didn't, I didn't see that one coming. That was another kind of like Oz's. It was another, uh, somebody gave me a, an IG nudge and said, Hey, check this out. Somebody has this. And, uh, turns out the guy lived near us. So met down at like some outlets near, near, near kind of middle point and, uh, made a transaction. So, and I traded away a couple cards. One of them was like a, uh, Carter Hart Flyers rookie young guns uh, and some other stuff with some with some money involved so yeah that was like that. that was probably my big trade I like that you mentioned pack pulls mm. I, I think that's one thing that's going to start going by the wayside a little bit I don't know it like it's like <laughs> I don't know man to me it, the autograph is an autograph whether whether you got it in a pack or or you went and out and got it yourself I mean well, I, I get, yeah, some people get, the, like I said, I get it. I mean, because that's the purity of what most of us go back to with this with yeah. this hobby was ripping packs and whatnot. So, you know, I just think it will, I think it'll, I actually think it'll always be there um, as far as what people put some weight on it. Um, but it just depends on what level, like whether, not that they won't get it. Maybe some people, maybe some people are sticklers and will, you know, unpack pull only type of thing. Um, but yeah, it was, it's just kind yeah. of a. You know, the, sometimes I think it's funny, like these card companies, you have to usually get a pretty heavy duty card in a pack to get these buyback or get some of these redemptions or some of those um, challenges that they put out there. And it's kind of like, well, man, I don't know if I, some of them I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to give up the <laughs> the cards that I just took to choir to go and get this other one you're going to send me back, you know? Yeah. Um, so maybe I, I should say that it won't go by the wayside, but maybe it just won't be like the end all be all or just. I mean, you see it being more accepted. You see it on, on online with guys posting cards of vintage cards that were, you know, signed in person. That was used to be a, a hobby sin. But yeah. I, I just think, you know, it, it'll it'll kind of be just I think we'll see that keep evolving and being more out out in the open stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess the gap what you're trying to say, like the gap between close you know, pack pool. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, in person auto really, you know, but it really depends on the person, the the collector. You know, yeah. to me, I'm cool. You know, I'm like, I, I I value, like, if I were to say, you know, say, for example, I'll never get it, but a 52 mantle, you know, if I had the regular card and then a 52 mantle that is actually signed by, by mantle, it's like, man, I want that 52 mantle mm -hmm. that was signed, even though it wasn't pack pulled. So mm -hmm. I would, I would look at that, you know, say what, well, you know, Mickey actually held that card in his hand, signed it. And, you know, he's no longer with us. So that, that means something. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, there's collectors out there that they're just, I wouldn't call them bougie, but it's like they have their preferences and they're like, and, you know, if, it, if it's not packed pool, then, you know, anybody can just go out, buy, a, you know, a cheap car, get them to sign it, get it authenticated. That that doesn't mean anything. You know, we actually went through the thing of ripping these cards and acquiring this card and, you know, other <clears throat> than the stick, the sticker autos, I think, are, are what's really going by the wayside. You know, anything that's packed pulled that's actually on card will always have that value. So I, I think yeah. if anything, the, the sticker autos are kind of like, eh. Yeah, I, I can I can get with it. But then again, it's like I saw the other day, uh, oh man, John, the basketball card guy, he, he posted a card of Macaulay Culkin and Joe Pesci. Mm. Dual, uh, you know, dual Home Alone type thing. A dual and, auto? Yeah, 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 both wow. stickers. Yeah, cool car though. It was, uh, I think his was green, so you know, had the kind of the holiday color scheme going. Mm. And there's one on eBay, I 
I mean, they were asking, you know, you know asking price and what it sells for, but it was, you know, asking for like over a thousand dollars. I forget yeah. exactly what it was, but, um, but yeah, the sticker thing, I don't know, but that that's going to continue. I mean, they're not going to, no, no, yeah, that's that you see in that a lot sometimes. Sorry, I was, with uh, fanatics taking over, like the whole big thing. Everybody's like, let's get rid of sticker autos. They have, you know, the capabilities of going ahead and getting these athletes. And, yeah. You know, but it, it, it's a lot. The logistics of it all to be able to, you know, get the card. You know, these guys sign thousands of cards. I don't know if you, you guys ever see those reels where the, the athletes yeah. just sit in front of either a whole sheet of stickers or, or the actual cars themselves. I mean, that, that would drive me nuts if I was there for like, I know I'd be getting paid for it, but my hand would be tired as hell. So imagine, <laughs> yeah. you know, I would make sure I would do the one-on-one first because that's the most significant, you know, the rookie yeah. and then just, you know, go along, but it, it's, it's a lot. So I, I can understand why the car companies do it. It's cost efficient. It's easier for the athletes, you know, but at the end of the day, that's why I said we value if that, athlete was actually able to touch that card and sign it on card autos are are such so much more significant than than the sticker and then there's cases like a lot of the uh the cards that you're talking about like macaulay caulk and and, and stuff like yeah. that a lot of the actors they don't get the cards they just get sticker sheets so most of those right. cards are, are going to be sticker autos so it's hard for those to be on card so that that's what when i see you know celebrity signatures that are actually on the item itself the card that makes it that much more valuable to me. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of sticker autos, get off my lawn alert. <laughs> I cannot get behind these Disney character <laughs> sticker autos. What the hell is going on? Uh, please make it make different. sense. Uh, it's legit. First of all, number one, <laughs> it's through Disney. So if it's through Disney, it's got to be real. These guys, you know, they Buzz Lightyear is not real. It is real, bro. They're, oh, they're in the whoa. costume. <laughs> whoa. See, what you don't understand is like anything Disney, you got to su suspend disbelief. You know what I mean? It's like it is what it is. There's always going to be it. Like, okay, if you're a, a Disney collector, all right, put it like you got to get into your Disney collecting mindset. Boom. I collect Disney. So if they said, hey, this, you know, Kaka Wild is Disney 100. This is the Disney set. You know, this is the one that you want to chase, has every character imaginable, has special cards, and it comes with autos. Now you'd be like, oh, man, that's just some guy in a random suit. That's not Mickey Mouse. You're right. It's not. But if that's the official card set and that's what everybody deems as the coolest Disney set out there that you want to collect and there's autos in there, that's the chase. So regardless of whether it's real or not, if, you know what I mean? That's like me, you know, collecting Stranger Things. Obviously, Eleven's not real. You know what I mean? It's Millie Bobby what? Brown. What? But, you know what I mean? To get that signature from Eleven is like, oh, my God, that's the coolest thing because I love Stranger Things. So anybody that loves Mickey Mouse or, or, or you know, Donald Duck and, and, and Daisy to get that dual auto that we were talking about, like, I get it. You know, we can sit here as cynics and be like, oh, that's just so corny. I can go down to Disney like the one gentleman I seen. I forget who exactly it was, but he went and bought a bunch of Cockawow cards and of Mickey. And he took I think he went to Disney and had Mickey do a private signing for him about like 10 cards. And he just did the Mickey signature. He's like, well, you know, it's not official. It's not, you know, pack pulled, but it's similar <laughs> to what we were just talking about. You know, it was signed by the man. Mickey himself might have been, you know. 
a Mickey from Florida or Mickey from California or, you know, just a Mickey up the street with the with the outfit. From but it's Times Mickey. Square. It's Times Square Mickey. <laughs> it's Mickey. So he's going to get it authenticated through PSA, apparently, and, and, and see what happens. You know, listen, there's all kinds of ways to make money in this hobby. I'm not going to shit on anybody for doing it. And I'm not going to shit on, you know, the, these these uh, autos. But go ahead. Shit on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they're making an absolute mockery of the sanctity of autographs in general. It's, it's just, you know, want to talk about caca wow. They're taking a big caca wow on top of the freaking sanctity of autographs. So there, take that. <laughs> it didn't take long for us to for him to wind himself up. So, um, uh. My favorite trade, this transition, <laughs> was uh, I actually... Like this year was was one mail to Tony, the architect at cousinscollectibles.org. <laughs> yeah, send all your Disney hate this way. Um, and I like Disney. It's just, you know, whatever. I get anyway. It. Different strokes, different folks. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it will yeah. let me ask you something though. If you went ahead, went down to Disney, right? You and your kids and your wife, and you know, just for the hell of it, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and get one of these cockawow sets, just to, you know, just for shits and giggles, you know, just for a rip. You know, and you happen to pull that Mickey 101. You're telling me you wouldn't be excited? Oh, I'd be I'd be over the moon because I know that there's collectors. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Cha-ching. Yeah. We yeah, chase yeah. just to get, a, get like the autograph. So I get it. Like when we took our kids to Disney a bunch of years, they have the autograph books. I mean, we took the kids yes. and got their autograph books and we went to line to go, you know, see some of the characters. Now, granted, as a parent, you're standing there and for those, those were cool because it came with the experience of meeting the character right. for the kids. The kids are standing there with yeah. their books and looking all up big at Mickey and Tigger and all those characters. So, I mean, I still got my kids' autograph books. I yeah. know what they're yeah. at. But I also know uh, I have a relative who worked there as a cast member and knows how to do all those because so they were trained to do it. what are you sir? Can we have a little <laughs> scam of our own? Still <laughs> so get a little session. A little Listen, auto if, session if, no in sticker. 2024, the no uh, Cousins Collectibles podcast and at Flyer, Irish Flyers Collectors get canceled, it's because of this right here. Yeah, we, we were no. we a hobby out of authentic uh, Mickey. <laughs> yeah, we're selling caca caca wow. <laughs> yeah, we were bootlegging, bootlegging some Disney cards. Uh, so, but uh, so yeah, yeah my trade was. Oh, it was the I traded. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I, I this year, more than ever, I, as I keep going, I realized that um, forever cards are, are tough to, to say they're forever cards. And I thought my Will Chamberlain rookie was, was going to be that. And once you kind of figure out that these cards aren't as rare as, as some people may say they are, um, you know, you're like, I can move this to get something else. And and I always used to think, you know, we used to talk about it. I was like, oh, this is, I'm buying this and it's just going to sit there and then that's it. And well, I, we were wrong with that <laughs> stance. <laughs> and, you know, it's okay. Uh, because I think when we were new, we were just like thinking like, oh, this is going to be, you know, forever. And then, you know, granted the, the values are going up every day and all that crap. So, but yeah, came to realize that that the Wilt Chamberlain, while, while it's a great you know card, iconic card, you can pick them up any day of the week. And basically, I, I moved that for the uh, 1980 Bird Magic Dr. J Triple on card auto, which that's not a rare card either. 
you know, so but, but it was just but a banger, right? Exactly. So mm-hmm. it's like, you mm-hmm. know, kind of whatever. And, and maybe I, I that'll go in the club in that. I think everybody got one but me. Yeah, I don't know if Craig has one. I don't think you know. Yeah, I don't think Craig has one. But Carmine but, had one. Rob had one. Yeah, uh, you got one. Ken got one. Yeah. Yeah, so all the cool kids, you can hang out with cool. me over in Hockey World, Oz. I don't have one. Yeah, <laughs> me and Commissioner kind of left out here, but yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. But but I, you, you know, when when I first started, I was telling you that that was it wasn't the auto. I w- yeah. I was trying to acquire, you know, and then you were like, yeah, man, you know, because it's such an iconic card yeah. to have those three individuals, you know, just Doctor J alone, and then you know you throw the the rookies of magic and, and freaking larry bird on there and then to have gem mint 10 autos on all of them which that card it's not big you know it's a regular card and then mm-hmm. they had these three autos on them and the be perfect autos to me it, it it's yeah. unbelievable the logistics of, of it all to get that card and there's there's a lot out there but still you know yeah. if i were to go ahead and try to one acquire the card and two go to all these shows to get these guys to sign them and three make sure they're all perfect autos that's difficult to do so you know, that imagine that's the pressure good. on the person that was had yeah. that card going to get that last auto. Like, please don't mess this thing. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, bro, at any time, pressure. you know, Doctor Jake is screwed up or Bert. You know, these guys are ain't getting any younger. Their their signature can get all jacked <laughs> uh-huh. up. It depends on what what you know what time you go there, how many signatures they've done. So it, it's tough. You know, I yeah. I can appreciate that card. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. So yeah, nothing. You know, not not a super rare card. But just it was it was kind of just my favorite trade trade of the year. Um, yeah. I don't trade often, but to be able to do that, um, it, it was nice. Uh, Commission, I'll go to you for this. I, I couldn't think of anything, but just any like your worst purchase of the year or anything. I mean, I don't know. I, I like I told you, I said it was I, I kind of saw yeah. it as if you're into the prospecting game and, and you bought something and then it just totally yeah. tanked. But it could be anything. I don't know. Whatever. I, I, did more of that in my first year in 2022. I had a couple of those prospecting purchases, but this one I knew this one was had took a risk. So when I bought this card, I kind of knew going into it it was going to be the risk. Uh, it was when I bought that raw autograph Wayne Gretzky. Card oh yeah, and uh, the 1990 uh, up 1990 upper deck French autograph, and it just looked really pretty. The autograph was on point, and it was on point because it was. An auto pen, <laughs> a ballpoint pen. <laughs> so no, no, not ballpoint. It wasn't not sharpie, not. but it was, uh, yeah, the auto signatures. And um, when I went and got that certified, when had it looked at by JSA at the Philly Card Show, was it Philly Card Show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Philly Card you show. were looking for PSA right? there on like a Thursday, and uh, I was going to send it there, but it, you know, I just was like, let me get this looked at first, but from JSA, and that's when I learned all about the world of auto pens, and. Um, that it was common that he used one of those back in the early nineties. Um, so I, I believe the, the legitimacy of the story, uh, the person sent the card away and got it back. I just think that he used, uh, that he used those or, or the Kings at the time, Los Angeles Kings used it for him on his behalf. So, um, yeah, I guess it would probably be the worst. I mean, I didn't really care one way or the other. It wasn't a heavy price. So I knew going into it, the risk, but you know, it blew up in my face, so to speak, but at least I took it out of circulation. <laughs> it's still, I still have it. <laughs> but that, that was a good lesson for a lot of people because nobody really thinks about that. You know, that we, we think about fake signatures, like people mm-hmm. actually signing cars that aren't real, but you don't think about like technically if the Kings are allowing it and, you know, Gretzky's allowing it, that's kind of like a legit 
autograph because that's what he did because he was too lazy to actually sit there and sign all these cards. And he was like, I'm ah, just put it on my, you know, I mean, my auto pen, which a lot of people did. There was, you know, presidents do that shit. There's Queen Elizabeth of, did it. Yeah. So a ton of people have done, done, you know, like, why the hell should I sit here like a peasant and sign all these things for these people that yeah. don't mean nothing to me? You know what I mean? Like put that damn auto pen on there. So like Gretzky yeah. kind of okayed it. So I, it's, it's such a weird, cause it is a legit auto because he, all, all, you know, he, all, you know, it's he in the it, exact likeness of his signature. So, but yeah. it's, you know, it's one of those things. It, it just looks pretty. So that's why I, I keep it in my collection. So yeah. like I said, I had a hard time thinking of a worse purchase, but I guess that would be a, it was valuable in the sense that I learned a lot about stuff. So, you know, yeah. but I didn't, I didn't spend anything on it would, that would break the bank. I was okay spending. It was under $90. Like, you know, going into it, if you're buying a Gretzky raw auto, there's a risk. And I was like, yeah. this is, it's worth, it was worth it to me. Cause if that Tough, turned out, man. imagine, imagine being a kid, you, you pull a card and mm -hmm. you go through the whole motions about getting it, sending it to the Ashley himself or to, you know what I mean? And you think, and you get this card back signing in your mind for years, I got a Gretzky auto that was actually signed by him. And then you have some, you know, knucklehead that looks at it. <laughs> that's not real. What are you talking about? I sent it to the team. They said, no, 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 no. That's an auto pen. Look at this. Look at this. And in your mind, you're like mind blown. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, that was my experience. And now you're shitting all over it. No, you know, so it's, <laughs> it's kind of tough. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. it was fake. You know, yeah. you went through the, all the proper channels, but because they use this auto pen, that, that's a tough one. I, I mean, I get it. But if it's sanctioned, <laughs> by Gretzky sanctioned by the team and you you know you went yeah. through it and then you get it back and they're like no not real sorry not real yeah that's all right <laughs> you got the uh Dwayne Gretzky <laughs> <laughs> Gretzky spelled with an s yeah. you see this little hook right here that that's a dead giveaway right there this little yeah I learned uh, a lot yeah Oz you got anything for this one yeah um <laughs> I don't know if anybody was familiar with the Black Adam movie from Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, wow. I forgot about this. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there was the whole PMG craze that came out with the uh, all the superheroes that <clears throat> our boy GC, the great curator, was well ahead of everybody. And he kind of predicted that whole PMG market. Some would say pump. I, I, I don't know. I would say genius is what I would say. He was ahead of the game. And was able to capitalize, you know, and what he wasn't the only one. There was a ton of people that actually were able to capitalize on the PMG market when it came to the Marvel characters. So at that point in time, I'm like, man, this is this is a big thing. So obviously, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he's a pretty big individual when it comes to, uh, you know, the world. He might be president one day. So I'm mm -hmm. thinking, who knows, man, this 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 this, this whole uh, Black Adam thing, you know, I, I like Dwayne in movies and I'm thinking that's probably his, that movie's going to be crazy once it comes out. I know they have, you know, cards and comic books. So I started researching, researching it. So I was like, let me see if I can find the Black Adam rookie card so that when the movie comes out, I can go ahead and capitalize, you know, get it way before and then see if I can, you know, do one of these big ten thousand dollar you know sales and so i had purchased the 1994 skybox dc master series number 41 black adam that card right there bang 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 looks you know it's black adam it's it's a really cool card so it's sgc 10 at the time that i purchased it it was the only one so i got it months in advance uh, apparently the movie came out i saw the movie i you know i enjoyed it, it was it was it great no but it was cool it, it is what it is 
Um, but for some reason, you know, the DC movies, there's they don't compare to the Marvel, so they don't get as much love. So it kind of I wouldn't say it flopped, but it wasn't as 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 great as the yeah. Marvel movies, you know. So you know, didn't do what I thought it would. So now I'm stuck with this uh little collection <laughs> of uh Black Adam. So not only did I purchase this, but I actually purchased a box of cards um that had apparently uh I forget what year it was, but before this or something that actually had his Black Adam's first first appearance and it was like a as a card collecting not I mean a card game. And um so I have those two two items that I purchased that didn't they're here, they're there, you never know, but yeah, Black Adam. Like that. I forgot all about that, man. Yeah. I can't think of anything. I was like the only thing because it, it just keeps it's I think it's a it's a it's gonna be forever ingrained in, in my head is that freaking metal stuff that I bought that oh, okay. perfect. But I don't know if that was this year or not. I, it, I don't remember. It is. Yeah, because it's gonna be every year. That's that's my worst purchase every year <laughs> from now on. Like it's gonna be like, so that was the uh yeah, the uh, but I think that was in 22. I don't think 22. that, yeah, yeah, it was that will make it 2023. So, talk about it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was, I, yeah. I, I, I buy the I buy the box, it was all hype, you know what? Actually, the, the Metal Universe, uh, yeah. championship, yeah. yeah, that and the um, actually, every I think, yeah, I'm 0 for 2 every time I listen to you and buy a box of stuff, it just they all tank because the you other know, one was uh. The, the other stupid thing that we bought. First of all, that, that hasn't tanked. It's just, it's, you got to let that <laughs> shit simmer. Number two. Bro, it's like, you know when, when, you, when you, you know when you simmer two. onions and then they uh, eventually shrink down and nothing? Number two, it's not That's my it. fault that you waited <laughs> till the actual product was released to try to get rid of it. If you were smart, you would have, you know, like try to. I, I couldn't sell the, I couldn't sell the sell, pre. You can sell the idea of it. People like, you're like, I got this box coming in. Do you want to purchase it before? You know, if, if it's going at twelve fifty, I'll give it to you for a thousand. You had an opportunity to get rid of both boxes for two two k on eBay if you wanted to, but that's neither here nor there. The point is that can I sell? I didn't have it yet. You can't do. They do that all the time. These guys pre-order these boxes and then they put them right up. You know what I mean? And they see as you know, they they time the market just like they don't have the physical. They're like, yeah. when it comes in, I'll get it to you. Yeah. So they know they're buying. You know, they're, they're they're banking on that hype and they they they'll buy it at seven fifty and sell it for a thousand. Boom, quick profit. And then as yeah. soon as it comes in, they send it to the to the buyer. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. But I you think know, that had to do a lot with uh, unlicensed though. The fact that almost everything in there was unlicensed. Yeah, in there's still set. cars wow. that are coming out of that set that people are, you know what I mean? There's Tiger Woods cars. There's MJ cars. There's LeBron cars. There's a ton of cars in there that people are still, even Allen Iverson cars. It, it's not a complete shit show when it came to that set. It's just when card porn did what they did, you know, we'll get we'll get to card porn a little bit. But when they did what, what they did and absolutely destroyed it for no apparent reason, um, that kind of. You know, it, it literally was like a stock that just dropped, boom, because it was like at twelve fifty, and automatically the very next day it was at two fifty, dropped a thousand dollars. So you know, you were soured on it, but there's a lot of, you know, the PMG. No matter what, precious metal gems will always hold value, especially people that collect those. So it's kind of like, you know, if they can get a a one on one gold, you know, Iverson or whatever, Michael Jordan, LeBron, that that's gonna have value. So it's it's not a complete shit show, but I get you. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah, that just whatever. I can I can't think of something, but maybe uh, 
as we go along, I'll, I'll something to pop up. But yeah, that's forever ingrained in my uh, <laughs> in my hobby mindset. The next one, Oz, I'll go to you first. Is the uh, the best? I didn't plan on picking this card up, and here it is. Yeah, the best I didn't plan on picking <laughs> this card up was the 1997 Ultra Stars Gold PSA nine. Now, at last year's uh, what it was at the national. That was the big card that I picked up was the PSA 8 Ultra Stars Gold. So that card, I was like, man, this, this it's it's a rare card, but I was like, this is this is one of my my bangers that I'm gonna have in my collection. So once I started looking at the uh 1997 upper deck game jersey, the first card that uh hot sauce underscore cards wanted, shout out to hot sauce underscore score cards, by the way. Uh, for for helping me out and 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 getting this get helping me acquire my grail, um, but the first card that when he looked through my collection was, listen, if you want to make this happen, I need that PSA eight nineteen you know nineteen ninety seven Ultra Stars Gold, which I had just acquired from the National, and I was just like, oh, you gotta be kidding, <laughs> me. you know what I mean? I was like, man, I gotta try to raise this money, um, but I was unable to do that. So then, as I'm going through you know, everything trying to get the, the deal done. I see on eBay, a PSA nine pop-up on auction. And I was like, Hmm. So the wheel starts spinning. I was like, you know what? I can upgrade the PSA eight, get the nine and then use the eight in the trade. And it's kind of like win-win for me just upgraded. And now I got my grail. So I was like, I had to put a little bit of money extra that I didn't, wasn't planning on spending, but in order to make the deal happen and, and to, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, what, what, you know, Chris did for me and hot sauce underscore cards, I was like, man, it would be real crappy of me to not include something that he actually wanted in this trade. So I was like, here, you get the PSA eight, but I was actually able to, you know, upgrade to the PSA nine. So I was really, you know, Nothing I was uh, planning on getting, but now that I have it, I'm I'm really excited. And there's only a few tens out there, you know. Maybe eventually, I want to try like every card that I have when it comes to Iverson. I want to have in a ten grade. I want to, you know, similar to Philly card collector. I want to get, you know, quote unquote, the best copy possible of that. So there's a a lot of nines that I have because at the time when I first started investing in Iverson, that was during the peak of the market so to get tens was ridiculous the prices were you know nonsense so now that the the market has dropped a little bit i'm able to have you know access those cars so that that's where i'm looking at like it's a lot of it is acquiring a grail but then upgrading the ones that i do have so I like that I like that love it yeah. Mish, what do you got uh mine is I, I was torn between two um and i ended up kind of going with this uh I, it was another card that got turned on to. So people on Instagram love spending my money, um, <laughs> which was a, um, oh, geez, what year is this thing? It's that glass card, piece of piece of relic glass. It's that, remember Ooh, that crazy it, yeah. three-quarter inch card, Redemption? So it's from, uh, what is it? SP Game Used 2021-22 um, piece of, Lake Tahoe game used glass when the NHL did their outdoor games at Lake Tahoe of Sean Couturier with a piece of game used glass from the boards and it's card number seven out of ten. Oh so 
it's uh it's a crazy card in size it's uh definitely one i've never seen it is not packed pulled because that thickness and um I you imagine what the pack look like if, if that was I, in a pack. I don't, yeah. It's oh, I think there's something good in yeah, here. Yeah. It's a little heavy. It's a little heavy. So yeah, and it's funny because I, I found I had one of these like plastic hard cases that you, so I can keep it in that. So, um, but yeah, didn't know it existed. They started popping up on Instagram and uh, eBay once these redemptions started getting fulfilled, and uh, some dude had it and. Uh, it's he's from Boston. Uh, I think he's from Boston. Kodiak card. So shout out to him uh, for making a trade with me on this card. But yeah, this is this is crazy. I wasn't looking for it. Didn't know it existed. And uh, yeah, that's where I picked that one up. So that's kind of crazy, just out of nowhere. You should uh, you should get that slab by your buddies over at Tag. I just want to see what the heck it would look like in a slab. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have a slab for this thing. They're like, yeah, it's a piece of relic, I guess you'd call it, because it's it's probably the one thing. I mean, they, they do everything in cards now. Like they do jerseys, not everything, but you know, they got uh, for hockey players, they use piece of piece of the gloves. But I'd like to see them start using more funky stuff, you know, like because pieces of stick they've used, but. They don't use the cool side of the glove. It's the inside, uh, maybe the color, the outside colors of the gloves. You know, you can probably use pieces. They, I think, I don't know if I've seen laces, but they've like net cords. I just got one of those yeah. and posted one of those on my IG. So a piece of game used glass from the boards um, was kind of crazy. So, you know, maybe a piece of skate blade sometime in the future. I have no idea. <laughs> if they can uh, slab Funkos, I'm pretty sure they can slab that. Yeah, so yeah, that one yeah, was uh, like a curveball. Yeah. yeah, didn't didn't see it coming, and uh, made it made a quick 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 turnaround deal with the guy and purchased it. So that's probably Love the it. one I didn't know. Love it. Mine was actually the uh, Alan Ginter one hundred and one mm. Super Fractor Clemente. Nice. Didn't <clears throat> wasn't searching for that or anything like that, and just I uh, maybe came across an eBay. You know, if you like this, bid on that type of thing. Oh yeah, and pick that up, and I, I just love the way it, it, it all kind of matches and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, big big fan of that card. Again, didn't didn't expect to pick that up because, uh, and I think when I put it, that's when uh, Debbie was like, "Tony, you are a modern collector." <laughs> <laughs> so, shout out to Debbie. Yeah, for sure, man, Doctor Debbie. Hey, can can I put a like a runner up to mine? Sure. I forgot about one that that I wasn't planning on picking up, which kind of happened organically. Um, but I always wanted this card was the 1998 Skybox EX Century Allen Iverson Duncan Go Nuts that was in possession of my beautiful cousin here, Tony, and was able to acquire it. Um, you know, Tony was looking to move it when we went to the national and, uh, you know, <laughs> he was kind enough to you know let me get it from him so i've always once he got it it was like one of those things he's like i collect alan iverson and you know he picked up this card and it's an immaculate copy it's crystal clear and once he got that i was like man that fucking card's awesome and but it kind of soured me on it well now he has it i don't want it now you know what i mean 
but in you know in the back of my mind i was always fiending for it i was like, i gotta get that card somehow some way <laughs> so i was hoping and praying that he just didn't move it to get a dr j or something you know hey i just made this deal on i'm like oh fuck you asshole you know so <laughs> thank god sorry for all the swearing but that's you know i really love this card and and i was able to acquire it from you not expecting it but getting at the last national so thank you for that yeah, no problem. Yeah, actually, yeah, because I, I didn't even set out. That kind of just came out of nowhere. I was yeah. like, oh, you want it? And you're like, yeah. I was like, all right, well, I, I, you know, I'll give it to you for call. Whatever, call. I'm not going to, you know, there are people who do such things. So uh, Shout out to Carmine yeah. for helping me get the last, I think it was like 100 bucks to complete. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. get that. Sure. Uh, Neil, I'll go to you first here. Best yeah. card you missed out on? Um, I think it just sticks in my crawl because it was funny thing was it wasn't it's not even a card it was for me. Um, there's um a, a set from an from Upper Deck called Allure, and they were doing these cool 16 bit player cards. So players that their faces were like the old 16 bit video games. And there's one for one of my buddies that I coach with. Uh, I was looking to get a Matthew Barzal card for him from the Islanders. And I was trying to egg him on to go get it. I'm like, look at this. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is on, on, on eBay for 60 bucks. He's like, nah, nah, nah. He likes ripping wax. And uh, I saw one on Com C for like $45. And I was like, man. And this was like, oh, geez, this was like September. And I'm like, you know, if he's not, I should just buy it and give it to him for Christmas. Right. And uh, I didn't. I'm just kind of trying to egg him on. I'm like, dude, you spend more on on wax that you do, you're going to get junk on. You don't know what's going to be in it. Like, go get something you like. And I, I just couldn't push him to do it. I should have done it because now those cards are selling like at like 140, 170, 180 bucks a card. Um, I should have done it, um, but I didn't. So it's just one of those things that kind of sticks in my crawl that um, I should have done it. Like they're pretty. They're it's they were they were an Easter egg uh, insert. So I think the hobby's kind of catching up with how rare and valuable they are um, because they don't have numbers on them, but they are very limited. Uh, they are, they are S S S S S P. They're, they're, they're short, they're just short prints. Um, but um, yeah, they, they talked about um, the rarity based off the pack odds. So I think the hobby's okay. catching up to how rare they were. So I wish I would have got a form. So Sorry, Coach Adam, you're not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Oz, you got anything? Yeah. Uh, so One of those late eBay auctions. No, losses. not even that. Yeah. This one uh, was actually the sister or brother to the 1997 Upper Deck Game jersey, Allen Iverson. So I got the PSA 9 with the Gem Mint 10 Auto on that one. So as I was searching a couple of days later, I just happened to see the same card that I have in a PSA 10, the uh, 1998 Upper Deck Game jersey, Allen Iverson. But again, similar to the, the my grail, it's a PSA 9 with a Gem Mint 10 auto with the signature and, you know, his uh, the answer um, nickname on there. So I was like, holy shit. So I, I, I looked on. It was on eBay and it was selling for 4000 So I reached out. I tried to figure out. I said, I didn't want to do the transaction. I wanted to try to actually trade for it. So I was able to find, match up the guy's name on, um, <clears throat> what was it? Instagram. And I reached out to him and, you know, I was like, hey, man, you know, are you willing to do a trade on this? And he was like, uh, yeah, it depends on what you got. So I had the same exact card 
without the signature, but in a gem in 10. So the best copy of that card. So I figured that might be a starting point. And he was like, nah, I'll pass. So I was like, so at the time I was kind of like depleted and everything that I had. I, I just did the deal with Chris at hot sauce underscore car. So I was like, shit. I said, all right. I said, so, hey, listen, man, you know, what, what would you be asking? What's your asking price on that? You know, I see you have 4K. What's the best you can do? Um, and then I got a response back this couple of days later. He's like, yeah, you know what? Price actually went up. He's like, I'm at a, I'm at a show in New York and uh, the eBay non-auto just sold for four and a half K. So the price just went from 4,000 to 6,000. I was like, what are you talking about? You know, I've been looking at this card. That, you know, first of all, there's nothing, the no non-autos that just sold for four and a half K. And I looked through all, you know, all the eBay listings. I looked and everything. And I was like, there, there's nothing. I said, hey, I said, by the way, do you have like any physical, you know, things that says, you know, details that show that actual comp? I said, because if that's the case, you know, the card that I have, you're talking about a PSA nine. I have the gem right. and copy, you know, so if the PSA nine just went for four and a half K my, you know, gem Min 10 would obviously be more. So if you have that comp, I'd like to see it. I never saw the comp. You never, you know, it never got back to me and the card still listed for six K it went from four to six K on, on eBay. So, you know, I mean, that's, I'm not giving up hope on that card. Cause that's like, that's also, I think there's, two in in you know out there so there's somebody else that has one but that the, you know that card matches exactly perfect of, of what i want to do so eventually i want to try to have both copies of the the upper deck game jerseys the 97 98 with the you know the auto and that so i kind of missed out on that but i you know that 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 kind of like upset me like dude was like not willing to work it's like not only and i'm not going to work with you i'm going to raise the price 2k buddy how you like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stick it to you real nice. Yeah, like, uh, what the hell is that? yeah. <laughs> I, I think is yeah, that, that was crazy, man. And I mean, and if anybody has the link for that comp, please send it over because that way I Oz yeah, I mean if, that, if that's yeah. out there, the the non-auto, I don't know if it was I'm I'm assuming he's because exact wording was hey, the price actually went up. I'm at the Terrytown New York show. The eBay non-auto just sold for four and a half K asking six K for mine now. So I'm assuming mm. it's PSA nine. Hmm. I don't know, but whatever. Well, in, in the meantime, there it sits on eBay. Nobody's buying it. So nice yeah. job there, pal. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think with the way I'm collecting, I, I don't, um, like you're kind of like building something like that. I'm just doing a player run. So there are plenty full. So I, it, there's no really card. I, I thought of that fell into that because again these cards are dime a dozen you know it's a matter of price but it's not like that like you know where you guys are talking about like damn the card is gone these clemente playing day cards are everywhere so I, I didn't really have too much of anything for that um i wanted to ask you guys about your <laughs> i laugh because i know Oz's answer for this but your worst and best show experience of the year um commish i'll go to you first because i know oz is going to uh pontificate a little bit but, uh... <laughs> pontificate. well mine was very pontification worthy as well when yeah. i went to the toronto sports card expo that was my first one ever um hockey oh, and let me ask eight. you yeah all things equal yeah national or the expo now you know all things equal where there's enough hockey represented at the national 
either or or if there if there would be yeah it'd be <laughs> uh you know more than half a dozen tables or a dozen if you're being generous yeah. um the national the national size wise um that type of stuff you know yeah i'd have to give the nod to the national just for the for the greater for the what, what's the phrase again for the good of the realm yeah you know the hobby realm um you know but for me where i'm at you know in in hockey hockey land um there's nothing like that there's nothing like the toronto sports card expo for hockey stuff um and plus i mean they also had their guest list of signers and athletes that was there was ridiculous too not the same level i would say it's close to national um but i mean heck we've even seen philly card show get some amazing athletes but again most of them are philly centric yeah um but it's still a heck of a list and um but yeah toronto sports card expo was kind of um uh, a hobby um watershed moment for me going to that um because it was just amazing it, what they say is true it is hockey card heaven um just seeing st- the stuff there but it was also for me the people um that i met and that's that's i found that that's almost more important to me this year so if i'm going to pontificate and look back on it um i've think i've appreciated more the people experience that i've that i've gotten to have the last year and and before that um because it's 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 so it took a turn for me this year that that became a major factor as well so meeting some great people having that opportunity and i could go back to to toronto um i plan to um probably maybe i'm going to try to go for the spring one and that might be my annual one that i go to until my son's done playing sports because the fall one was a little bit hectic because he's right in the middle of hockey season so um but yeah it was i i think i could go to that show and be happy um and probably not and not buy a card and still have a fun time and that's what i think will continue to make make it the uh the best show for me um you know, and that was definitely a, a, a hobby-altering experience for me to go to Toronto this past November. Nice. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a good show when you like you said if you can go there and not get a card and just still be still be fine with with the whole experience. So, like yeah. That. Uh, odds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you know I'm not going to pontificate too much, yeah. but real quick, uh, best card show experience uh, was the National this past year. Went it's down cliche, there. but it, it's hard not to say. Yeah, but I mean, with, with everything with the trade night that we were able to pull off, everything that went into it, the planning, I mean, that that was an unbelievable experience. And, you know, being able to hang out with the guys and, you know, it, it was almost like being at college again, you know, just the guys hanging out, drinking, you know, having yeah. some pizza and just shooting the shit. And then, like I said, to be able to go ahead and, and pull off that, trade night was unbelievable without a hitch and the dj the music the people like you know piggybacking off of what neil just said it it really is about the people man at the end of the day you know the cards are here and you know they're representations of you know your the superstars that you you love and you know that you've been admiring for your whole life and you know to get an auto or a specific rookie card of them is unbelievable you know but these relationships that you build with the actual people in the hobby that there's, there's no comparing it you know it's 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 good for the soul, man. It's it's good to to get out there and meet people and, and have common interests because sometimes we get so bogged down in, in life, you know, family, work, 
it's good to just get get away from it and decompress as a human being and and, and get with like-minded individuals and just you know live it up and that 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 was a very very you know you i could say the the best card show experience worst card show experience um obviously had to deal with the whole you know it, it was a combination i'm not saying it's like the show was bad you know i'm not gonna right, it was just sit right. here and say laz's show you know right. laz nyc he he right. has a show all the time we, you know we went to jersey it just kind of ended up being that way because of what I was trying to do, which was acquire my grill, which was, you know, at that point in time, I had my collection still. And my whole purpose was to go there, set up and try to get my collection bought out to be able to get enough cash that I didn't have to get, you know, trade anything or lose any of my bangers in order to acquire the 1997 upper deck game, j game Jersey card sign. Um, so the show just didn't go the way I wanted, you know, I made about a thousand dollars in sales, but I'm, I was looking to generate at least, you know, seven to $10,000 is what I was looking for. Um, and then there was three separate times that my collection almost got, you know, bought right. out. We'll talk about the hobby blue balls. That was a real popular mm -hmm. thing in 2023. I'm hoping to avoid the blue balls in 2024. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but it was, you know, that that was something that a lot of people in the DMs could relate to getting this close and then yeah. the, the deal just falling apart. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that was, you know, a combination of everything, not being able to get the money, feeling that my grill was slipping away, you know, people saying they're going to do one thing and then backing out and doing another. And it, it was a whole amalgamation yeah. of crap that, you know, by the end of the day, I was like, F you, F the hobby, <laughs> F these cards. I'm going to sleep. It's fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I, I agree with you with, with the national man. It's it just, it is what it is, man. You know, it, it's, it's the biggest show for a reason. And I just, you, you talk, you touched on the people. I mean, I wrote a couple names down. Uh, Matthew, 1956 top sky, Blaine Thornton, the two thick crew, Sean from victory investments, uh, Erica, love what you collect. We saw uh, obviously the crosstown boys, Ken, Rob, uh ken carl uh and i'm if i'm forgetting you I, i'm sorry just you know it's like sports a card dad and his wife made an appearance yeah all them people so uh yeah it was just cool seeing that and, yeah and you're right you know it was like the uh middle-aged man uh <laughs> getaway <laughs> whatever <laughs> so, it, it, it was fun man it was definitely fun and we'll see what next year brings as far as worst i, I didn't really you know and again it's it's not uh the show per se, but I didn't have anything like, and, and yours, Oz, you, you nailed it. It was like, it's not, it wasn't a bad show. It was just what you set out to do. It just didn't happen. So it just made for, you know, a, a bad day. And actually, I don't even know if it was so much the show, but the, the, the whole thing of the three times almost selling your stuff is probably kicking yeah. in the, uh, yeah. Cause honestly, like yeah. if any of those transactions would have went through, yeah. And then like, right. <laughs> best yeah. show ever. Best show ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so before we get to the last topic, I'll turn over the floor to the people's mailman for a very special presentation. <laughs> now I'm hoping we can make this, this work. So Tony, I'm going to need you to do a little post-production work. I'm going to need you to go ahead and put some music on the background real nice and low. <laughs> Uh, this, this is, uh, an in memoriam, you know, how at the Oscars every year we look back, you know, rest in peace to all the people that we lost, uh, in, in, in the industry and, and, you know, just big people that you're like, damn, I, I didn't know that person passed away. Oh man, I couldn't believe that person died that way. Um, and we're, we're not, it's not gonna be that serious. We're not talking about death here. Um, but we're talking about, you know, quote unquote hobby, you know, you, you've, you've left the hobby. Now 
you may come back and you know some people are still here but a lot of people kind of just you know they they left they decided to make a decision um to leave the hobby stop what they're doing some are influencers uh you know some are podcasters that we've come to know and love you know that we've listened to that they, they've been in our you know I, I deliver the mail every day and i i put in my earbuds and i listen to a ton of podcasts so these people for the last couple of years of being in the hobby i've been listening to them every day and and acquiring knowledge and you know sometimes agreeing sometimes disagreeing but for the most part they become part of my hobby experience and in 2023 they are no longer with us so in memoriam um now i'm gonna say one you know i don't want to be the only one here trying to you know like put you know throw it you know dance on anybody's grave as tony likes to say so we're yeah, all gonna you two are experts on that. that but um so i'm gonna go first uh to me like there was a lot of big shows bro that are no longer with us and we're talking ogs so i guess the biggest one according to statistics was the lucas lucas tigers and bronze now cage is still around um i don't know about andrew uh but both individuals at one point in time you know not for nothing but they refused to come on our show after you know both saying they were going to come on our show so you know no ill will lucas tigers and bronze but y'all messed up for what you did to us you left us hanging <laughs> And I'm not going to dance in your grave, but I'm going to dance on your grave. Lucas Tigers and Bronze, let's give a round of applause. No longer here. But like I said, no, on all seriousness, Cage is still around. He's doing his, you know, give me one minute. I'll give you the hobby. And, you know, of course, he'll always be, you know, he has an unbelievable collection. So, but that was a big show that is no longer. They were doing a, a show every day, weren't they? Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. yeah, every day. That was wild. Um, obviously, uh, Elephant in the Room, Sports Card Therapist. You know, um, we haven't heard from Rob. So if anybody's wondering if we're keeping anything under wraps, uh, we haven't wish him the best. And um, just one of those things, man, where, um, you know, he made a, a decision and he's, he's living with it right now. And like I said, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's up with, with him, stuff like that. But uh, yeah. yeah, that was definitely one of the bigger shows that oh, yeah. we're talking about the two biggest shows. Yeah, to me, you know, like Lucas, I, I, I caught every once in a while if there was like a big, you know, shenanigans that were going on in the hobbies. Like you got to listen to everybody's perspective. But, yeah. you know, like I said, it was a daily show. I caught it every once in a while. But Rob's show, that was just a staple from the time that we started, you know, just listening to it and his content. You know, it was the best out there. I'm not going to sit here and act, you know, Rob's content was good. He was great. You know, not only, you know, he would pontificate about the hobby, but he had, you know, the, the best guests on and people would come on and, you know, his round tables were unbelievable. So, you know, like I said, we could all sit here. A lot of people are dancing on his grave. You know, I haven't heard anything else. I, again, I don't know if he did anything different that you know from the quote-unquote show bidding whatever you want to call it mega bid was the the term of 2023 yeah. if anything <laughs> yeah it's the term of the year <laughs> term of the year um so you know we miss you rob you know like i said we're, we're here you know we ain't going nowhere so <laughs> I, he, he may prefer to go with big ken if he ever does make a, a comeback you know the comeback show with big ken but yo we're open to come back to the cousins too brother you know <laughs> So if you want to make you know your comeback, you know cousins are on the rise. I heard you know we're yeah. getting sponsorships and all kinds of. Twenty twenty four is going to be big for the cousins. I'm just you know. There you go. It out there. Breaking news. <laughs> you know what else we lost? We lost the faction. 
Oh, snap. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? what I, was I, I still have hope for, bro. That's what I was going to say, because you guys took the only two that I knew of. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know any other ones. But well, there you, you, you know, Shane, Shane Norton. Yeah, you can Shane Norton, Shane sports card, nobody decided to hang up the microphone for a minute. But, you know, he's a busy okay. dude. Uh, I think yeah. I think his wasn't. I don't know if his was choice. I don't want to speak for him or whatever, but I think it was just due to due to life schedule and whatnot. So he might come back. But Shane's a good people, man. I love Shane. Yeah, um, Shane never got. To, I think I, I I met him. I was at the national, but I was I didn't I didn't meet him. I met him, but I didn't meet him. So I was sitting. It was when you guys were on stage. He was right in front of me with his T-shirt, the sports card, nobody. And I was like, I kind of laughed at the name of the shirt and. Um, <laughs> Um, and he met, he introduced himself to you guys, but that was back when I was little commish. I was just <laughs> yeah. a newbie at my first national in 2022. I was yeah. just, you know, um, but yeah, shout out to Shane sports card. Nobody, uh, used to love listening to you guys with him on the faction and, and his show. Um, yeah. so I think yeah. his is just, uh, hopefully for, for, for the hobby's sake, I hope it is just a temporary life is in the way for him so shout out to shane yeah his, uh, if anybody man when when it came to shane's podcast he he was just a professional you know he was able to carry that podcast and he just you know he he works uh with espn so mm -hmm. it's like you could tell that he brought that to his podcast and i always enjoyed that and to go ahead and have him the three of us you know it's like he, he and tony you know saw eye to eye and 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 then i was always like the third guy that was always you know stirring the pot and then you know he loved it i loved it you know he's a diehard 49er fan i'm a you know of course tony and i are diehard eagles fan but i wear my pride on my chest and tony tries to you know well i'm gonna play mr nice guy here i'm not gonna really rock the but i didn't care you know what i mean it's like look i i hope your team freaking dies i hate all of them uh you know i don't you know what when 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 they kicked their ass you know i i gotta take it so when we kicked his ass last year i was giving it to him this year he gave it to me i you know it is what it is but that's what fandom is and listen that fandom is what actually you know that lends itself to the hobby you know because that's where we okay i love the sixers and that means i love alan iverson charles barkley dr J, you know what i mean so then you start collecting those people's cards so it all works together but i mean i love shane Miss you, brother. The faction is not dead. I'm telling you right now, the faction is not dead. We will be coming out with some episodes. Tony, what you got? Uh, crap. Who else? Who else did we miss? Um, Come on, bro, your boy, Mr. Carporn himself. Oh, yeah. Well, Carporn, yeah. I mean, oh, and uh, 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 Card Collector 2's podcast. Oh, that's Card Talk. This yeah, is that, that. that. Okay. I used <laughs> to listen to that. Look at that, bro. We got... Rob Sports Car Therapist, no longer with us. Lucas Tigers and Bronze. And now Car Talk just recently, you know, gave up. So talk about them a little bit. Yeah, I know. And I used to listen to when I when we first got into, you know, got back into things. Uh, that, was, that was one of the podcasts I listened to every day. Um, I quickly outgrew it because it, it was not kind of what I was after. But still, I mean, it was one of the biggest, biggest shows around. And um, I wonder, like, as yeah, man, we are way slower, you know, as far as is hobby news goes, where we're record breaking numbers and things like that, where the, the podcast game like the other day, um, Kevin's Cormier, Cormier, oh, no, Cormier sent me a, a card. He's like, hey, um, and I, Kevin, I mean, it's not crazy, but he's like, hey, I don't know if you're still in the hobby, but here's a, a card that, you know, I sent. And um, I'm like, oh, dude, thanks for sending me. And, and it's not like, and I said, no, nah, I said, I still have, you know, my stuff. It's just, I'm not buying as much as I used to, but it's just because 
I don't feel like, like you have to. Like the rat race isn't there anymore. Yeah. It's fine. Like the cars are going to be there. So, you know, as, as these shows drop off, maybe maybe it's not that these people are, are um, getting out of the hobby per se. It's mm-hmm. just that, to be honest, it, it's it, this is not easy to come up with stuff all the time. And I mean, unless, you know, granted, if you're talking about products and numbers and stuff like that, not that that's easy, but that's always going to be there that yeah. you can just, hey, this week we're going to talk about said card, what it's done and stuff like that. And you can do 20, 30 minutes on, on it and that's fine to come up with other stuff that's outside of that might be a little bit more difficult to still make it interesting. And then if you're not buying cards, cause I mean, this is our verbal diary. Right. And so sometimes when I'm not buying cards, it might be tough to find stuff to talk about, but maybe that's something behind some of these shows why they're leaving. But, um, but yeah, dude, that was, that was a show that, that was very popular. Um, I mean, I think they even did like lives or stuff like that. They so. did lives, you know, and, and the main staple of that show was the, like the flip of the week or something like that. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So that, that kind of the whole flip game has been turned upside down. It's still there. There's people out there that are doing sure. it, you know, Roth cards and, you know, people yeah. like that are, they're still in the game. Um, you know, prism God and, and, and what's homeboy's name. Um, oh, Wiz, Wiz the collector, yeah, you yeah. know, that's what they do, you know? And, and it, it's, listen, shout out to those guys because I could not do that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like to be able to, I don't know if they have anything else going on in their life, but if that's the main thing that they do is card flipping, that is a tough gig nowadays. So, you know, if you're still doing it and making money, shout out to y'all. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And obviously card porn. Um, we don't have to rehash all that. That was a whatever that's still going on. Yeah, the um, hobby police. Hobby the drama. Hobby police right. got released and what turned out to be a fraud, which is, right. you know, <laughs> that's yeah. kind of like a Scooby Doo. Like, <laughs> you pull yeah, off yeah. the ass. <laughs> Oh, man, Withers. I would have got away <laughs> with it if it wasn't for you, mangy kids. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anybody else, Haas? We're, uh, I guess, uh, Shayway. Shayway, uh, was it vlogs or Shayway? Yeah. You know, yeah. he got kind of caught up in the, um, shield bidding thing. Um, you know, good guys influencers it's just <laughs> dude if anything this hobby there's a lot of things that you can get into that can really screw you up and a lot of it has to just do with greed um, money, it's all about money you know it's always been about money um you know collecting at at the root of it being able to collect and have a card collection it's cool but you know would we really be collecting these cards if they weren't worth anything and would we really be as invested if they were not um, yeah, Commissioner would. Commissioner, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm base. I'm base cards matter guy. <laughs> because he wasn't collecting until he said, "Hey, Kamish, we're collecting now." He's like, "Well, oh, you know what? I used to collect cards." So, you know, Kamish, the Kamish is like, uh, he's like a level four Pokemon now because he he's like like you know these cards that he's showing that was not the old you know base Kamish. Like he still gets his base on. He's all about yeah. that base. Yeah, yeah, it's got a little trouble going in there. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it is evolving for you. He's moving into exquisites and you know, the the cup and yeah, yeah, Yeah. I'm all about you know, I don't care about it. Twisted, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we got to meet the grand poobah, bro, Mr. Dr. Beckett. How about that? Yeah, that's crazy because it's like, yo. all you know we're kids and we're seeing this magazine i'm like this is an actual person so um that was when i think we were officially touched 
Mount Hobby a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's yeah. wild, man. To, to think, you we know. got burnt and fell all the way back down. You know, we, we flew yeah. up with our wings with wax, and we flew up to Mount Hobby <laughs> and got yeah. too close to the sun. And the... Uh, yeah. So, you know, that was crashing cool, down as far as our uh, wolf pack. <laughs> that's a big one. You guys yeah, got yeah. to be Dr. Beckett, man. I mean, geez, that, that was a biggie, man. That's, you know, yeah. hobby relevance. <laughs> that guy created, I mean, he was, like you said, Grand Poobah of, of value in the hobby that most yeah. people subscribe to. Yeah. So, and shout out to Hobby Hotline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. John and those guys, man, appreciate them. Yeah, appreciate them letting us uh, be a part of their their show over there. We don't do it anymore, um, but it, it was a fun ride. Um, so that that was cool. Uh, but yeah, man, like, uh, dude, you may I know we're going on an hour and fifteen here. Well, a little bit, but um, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. the, it's the year. Really, Bobby Brown, right? Yeah, Millie Bobby Brown. Yes, that that dude. That was unbelievable. Just you know, on, on all fronts. I mean, just meeting her, but for my daughter to get that experience to this yeah. day she still says it wasn't real like yeah. it, it's funny like that yeah she's like i think we need to do it again because you know she was so <laughs> nervous and so scared the first right. she just like froze up which i knew she was gonna do mm -hmm. and i tried to make it as comfortable as i could for her so in her mind it still didn't happen so if we could do it one more time dad sure. then i'll be more comfortable and it, it'll be you know in my mind then it'll be real i was like girl <laughs> right Wait, like, well um, you can start filling up that little piggy bank over yeah. there, and then, uh, <laughs> uh, nah, dude, yeah. it, it, it was fun, man. Uh, you know, Millie Bobby Brown, Sean Couturier, Randall Cunningham, Alan, yeah. uh, no, Alan Iverson was the year before, so all these, you know, yeah. got to you know see these people and get autographs, stuff like that. So it was, yeah. it was fun, dude. And, um, as we wrap up here, man, I just thank you guys for the ride, man. It's been fun, and now uh, we, we got a whole nother year of, of more shenanigans to yes. come so uh you know yeah we ain't going nowhere fellas you know we might be a little choppy you know and that's just all because of uh you know life man like it's tough to run a podcast number one to do it two days a week that like we were doing you know thursdays thursday night live which i miss i miss that you know the community aspect of it and you know shout out to all our peoples you know mr james <laughs> we gotta had to like throw that said, we gotta see time. maybe Maybe, maybe like a Sunday morning type is stuff. I mean, like I said, a, a big part of that, just so you guys know, pull the curtain back a little bit. Like I like to say, you know, I mean, Oz is working all day. He's getting home and just flying right to a mic, you know, to the mic. So that's something that was in the back of my head. I'm like, damn, man, you know, and nobody's paying us for this. So it's not like, you know, now, if I was making so, money, I wouldn't give a damn. I'd be on here five times a week. Right. So, you know, and that's, you know, and then it. So just just things that you know that's that's just life. So just yeah, I would be going. Uh, yeah, peek behind the curtain. You know, you guys finish the episode, I'd hang out for the after hours every now and again. Yeah. And Oz run upstairs, come back downstairs with his cold pizza and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. He's yeah, big so, giant bowl of cereal 10, or something. 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, I'm eating my yeah. dinner. Yeah. yeah. So you know, plus busiest time of the year for the for the mailman. So yeah. yeah. So just yeah. those things. So don't you know? Don't don't. Don't think that we like we love it. It's fun. So I was like, maybe, you know, maybe a Sunday, you know, Sunday morning session with the cousins or something like that. Maybe we'll see. A Sunday sesh. Sunday sesh. So um, so Kamish, thank you very much for joining us, sir. Yeah, thanks much for having appreciate me. Gentlemen. It. Um, with thank that said, much. I'll turn it over to the people's mailman. What a wonderful episode, guys. As always, we appreciate, you know, having the commish, aka 
at Irish Flyers Collector, Mr. Neil Devlin himself. Unfortunately, uh, our fantasy did not go the way we wanted to, <laughs> but we're still here, brother. We're still watching. You know, listen, NFL football is heating up. We're not going to get too much into it, but I, I can't wait for today to see what's going to happen in these playoffs. Uh, but other than that, man, listen, 2023 was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, we're looking forward, forward to another, you know, like 2024, I, I, there's a lot of question marks. It's like, wh- wh- where is the hobby going to go? Is it going to continue to drop? Which again, if it does, that's cool for all us collectors because that means the prices of these cars that we couldn't get, now we can get them in. Our, and, and and if it never goes back up, oh, well, we still we still have the rarest cards of, you know, Sean Couturier or Eric yeah. Lindros or, you know what I mean, Roberto Clemente or Mike Tyson or Alan Iverson, you know what I mean? So it doesn't matter if it's a million dollar collection or a $500 collection. You still have the best of the best now. So look to that. Like for me, 2024 is all about if you're a collector, man, go all out because the, the prices are there. Get the, the collection you've always wanted. And I think, you know, over time, once everybody, you know, we, we they like I said, 2021, 22 was all about the flip game. And we need, like I said, it's a whole ecosystem. So we need all of that. Um, but at the end of the day, it's about the cards. It's about collecting. So do what you can do to build the best collection that you can possible. Don't overextend yourself, but the prices are there, man. Then these cards, these rare cards, significant cards, nothing wrong with the base, Mr. Kamish. But, you know, if you can go out, out there and get, you know, a one-on-one or a low serial number card or a short, 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 short print card, do that. Have fun with the hobby. Don't, you know, get stressed out. It shouldn't be a stress. You know, a lot of the guys that we just talked about that are no longer with us, a lot of it was just trying to keep up with the Joneses and do things. And like I said, when money gets involved and you end up making a stupid decision that you wouldn't have normal normally and, and you end up, you know, it, it's tough, man. You, you just there's too many footprints nowadays and, and you get caught for some stupid stuff. So hopefully, you know, uh, people that that did fall off, come back and, and you know. Will you be accepted with open arms? Probably not. Will there be a lot of, you know, memes and jokes and da da da? Yeah, but you got to have thick skin, man. You know, nobody's perfect. Like I always say, you know, he who was not guilty cast the first stone. We've all done crap that we're we're not proud of. Uh, but you know, we're we're human beings. We're all fallible. So you know, like I said, if if you come back in 2024, it's arms wide open, baby. Let's let's make it happen. Uh, is that is that Creed? Arms yep. wide open. <laughs> there it is the first episode of 2024 special thanks goes out to our boy the commish aka the irish flyers collector for sharing his experiences of 2023 with us it's always a blast my brother and a special shout out goes out to all the listeners out there tony and i truly appreciate your support our goal is to make 2024 a year to remember and we would love to have you along for the ride stay tuned so if you like what you're hearing Give us a follow, rate, review, subscribe, and spread the cousin's gospel. And as always, keep focused, keep positive, and keep collecting. Ayo Tone, bring the beat back.